Welcome to the What The Beep Am I Doing Here podcast, where we talk about all the juicy topics to help you figure that out. You are here to do more than just tick society's boxes. Tune in. You are not alone. Let's figure this crazy life out together. I'm Rosie, your host, and I have a very, very special friend and guest to introduce to you today. Her name is Shay Payne, and I met Shay through the business that we're both in. We're both in the health and wellness industry, and we both have businesses in the same industry, within that industry. (laughs) And we met and just, I don't know, just clicked and connected straight away. You know those people that you meet where you don't have to try to have a conversation, it just happens? That was what it was like for me with Shay. And we've got so much in common, a lot of similar beliefs around parenting and natural living and going on adventures and living a free-spirited, I guess, lifestyle. Shay and her husband, Dean, were winners of The Block back in 2015. And um, that was kind of, that was a big part in her journey that, that has brought her to where she is today. So thank you for coming on my podcast and being here with me today. Thanks so much for having me, Rosie. I'm super excited to be here. So share with everyone, you know, my podcast is about purpose and teaching women to find that space within them that really lights them up, sets them on fire and be brave and live from it. So share us a little bit about your journey and what it was like prior to you figuring out that, you know, you didn't want to live life defaulty and then moving into a space of purpose, that fire in your, in your heart kind of space? Mm, yeah, wow. That's a really deep question and um, one that I'm super passionate about. I guess it's been a long journey and I think that that's really important to acknowledge that it's not something that happens overnight. You don't just one day have this epiphany where you're like, oh, okay, great. This is how I live now. And it's all magical unicorns. It's like, okay, it's a slow process. It's a slow burn, but but there definitely was a moment where I was like, oh, wow. And I had that aha moment. Mm. And that was more centered around my health um, and my consciousness about health and well-being and things like that. And I remember it very clearly. It was um, pre-being, um, I guess, aware of all the things. And I was, it was early one morning. I was working in retail. I was watching morning TV, which you would never catch me doing now. <laughs> um, and... and this guy came on and they were doing this segment around packaged foods and he was like holding up the packages and then talking about the labels on the back and things like that and and he was talking about numbers and preservatives and things and he had written a book at this point and it was called The Chemical Maze and I was like wow that's really interesting like I was just like a moment where it was like someone just peeled a little layer off my like the blanket over my eyes and yeah went, yeah on, there's like yeah. there's something else going on here yeah uh anyway so yeah so I got that book and proceeded to throw everything out of my pantry and then went what else do I not know mm. and I guess I, I went on that journey of exploring um natural solutions and what else was um impacting my our bodies and and then I went on a fertility journey um, and that also, I guess, snowballed the process again, because when you want to have a baby, you're like, we'll do anything for it. So of course you're going to 
jump down that rabbit hole really quickly and make changes very quickly. So that happened as well. And um, yeah, and then I guess it was, I'd, I'd been on this health journey for a really long time and I felt super confident in decisions around natural solutions and food and all of those sorts of things, but was still a really insecure woman. And then, as you mentioned in the intro, I went on a reality TV show and that is a baptism of fire for working <laughs> with, um, what your self-esteem is like. So, oh, I, I love guess, that. That's so good. I, yeah. And I guess I spent 2015, which is the year that we filmed it and the year that it went to um, air, feeling really just disheartened with who I was, I guess. I felt really judged by everyone. Mm. Um, I really wanted everyone to like me and love me. Mm. Um, and that came down to not just, not just those who were watching it on TV, but even when we were filming, I really wanted the crew to love me. I really yep. wanted everyone to think I was fun and like. The nice girl. Yeah. yeah. And I would get really, really, really insecure when I felt like people were cranky at me. Um, and I mean, look, I'm, now that I've been on this journey, I know that a lot of that is about childhood. However, at the time, I was just like, oh, why are they cranky with me? And like, just really just not being me and not being true to who I was. And then comes putting it on national television. Yeah. <laughs> do, not, <laughs> do not ever read social media posts if you're on a reality TV show. Yeah, it was, it was horrid. You know, of course there's editing and things like that. And look, I think that in the grand scheme of things, we were edited really well. Um, but there were moments where my integrity was questioned and Dean, my husband, his integrity was questioned and that was hard for him too. And then there's being thrust in the limelight and then being thrown out on the curb. Like you're just this Z grade celebrity person that no one cares about anymore, but mm. you really want to make something of, of yourself. And yeah. so you then try all these different things to try and fit into the mold of, of what it is that you're supposed to do because you know, the, the reality TV show was around interior design and things like that. And then I tried that and then felt like a, I guess a fraud the whole time mm. um, said no to a lot of things that I was asked to do and speak at because I don't want to speak to that. It wasn't my passion to talk about putting lovely cushions on your lounge. Like I'm good at it, but it didn't light me up. And Honestly, I just got shivers listening to you say that because that takes so much strength. Like so many people would look at that and see the attention, the stars, like just that if you kept going into that, you could have very well made like a really, really big name for yourself. And to step back from that because you're like, no, this just doesn't feel right within me. It doesn't feel, I feel false if I pursue that. That's massive. That's huge. So just like you need to like honor yourself for that. That's like, oh, that's awesome. So good. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> no, yeah, thank you. I think when I look back at it now, I do, I am proud of myself for not pushing into it even more. But I know that a lot of the insecurity around it at the time was that what if people thought that I wasn't good enough or what if I got caught out not really knowing the right answers? And again, it really just came back to how do, would people see me? Will people like me? And when mm -hmm. you're not living in your truth, you actually don't feel like people will like you when you're sharing your information because 
you're like tiptoeing around it where when you're living in your truth and doing the things that you enjoy, it's then like, if you're sharing about it, you actually don't give a rat's bum whether people like it or don't like it because you're passionate about it. So anyway, I digress there a little bit. Oh no, that like what you just said then. Oh, so good. So powerful. And it's true. Like I know myself, like when, when I was like living in my asleep land, (laughs) I, was so worried about making sure I was saying the right thing, doing the right thing, because I didn't even know who I was. Once you figure out who you are and you start living from that space, it just feels so right within you that if other people don't like it, it's like, oh, well, like not that you want to go out and be mean or nasty to people or anything like that, but it's just like what I'm saying is so true to me. It feels so right, so connected, so aligned that it doesn't bother me if other people don't, don't agree with me. Because living that other way is painful. It's so painful than living in alignment and then not having a few people that, you know, that don't like you or whatever. You're like, eh, whatever. Guys, just quickly, if you want to know what the beep I am doing here, check out my purpose at www.rosynerney.com and get your free Find Your Values e-course today. It's awesome. You're going to love it. So what was that point for you where you were like, no, I need to figure out like who I am or I know who I am or like, what was that point for you? So we, we decided that as, so when I say we, I'm talking about Dean and I decided that interior design, we'd given it a crack. We got really great responses, but it just didn't feel right to us. So we were really passionate about living really consciously. Um, Dean's very passionate about living off the land we really wanted to be off grid and those sorts of things. So we decided to create a, a new brand around um, travel and um, farming and learning about paddock to plate and things like that. So mm-hmm. we pursued that hardcore and invested a lot of money into um, creating a web series, uh, which we, we look back on. And while it wasn't the success that we, we wanted it to be, I feel like we learned a lot out of it. Um, and in that process, I stumbled across the wellness business that, <laughs> that I'm now in. Mm. Um, and, and I guess for me, it was like, once I found that, it was like I sat there and went, oh, this is it. This is the thing. Like it mm. just, it just felt so right. And mm. I never questioned whether or not I was good enough to do it. I never questioned whether people would think what people would think of me. I was like, oh yeah, this is my thing. I, I already know all of this. This is an, a fantastic way of me being able to share all of the stuff that I know around natural solutions and healthy living and, you know, eating the right foods and low tox and all that sort of stuff. And so it just sat so perfectly that I went, okay, great. This is what I'm going to do. So I, I guess once I started down that path, then creating your own business <laughs> around something that you're super passionate about, you are still going to come up with blocks. And mm. most of those were still, were still centered around like, am I worthy of success in this? What will people think if I try it and it's my passion and it's not successful? Mm. You know, so there were still insecurities that came up and, and when you start your own business and it's something you're really passionate about and you don't ever want to give up on it, you then face all of the things. Yeah. So you face insecurity. <laughs> yeah. And you face all of the stuff that, that held you back from everything else because you don't want it to hold you back from 
from thriving in this. Yeah, absolutely. Having your own business, particularly the industry we're in, but in general, it's like you want to do personal development, start a business. <laughs> you want to learn all the areas, you want all your blocks to come up, everything that could possibly trigger you to trigger you, everything that you possibly need to move through, start a business and then try and scale it. The bigger you want to take it, the more blocks come up. It's just like, <laughs> it's like, ah. Um, so you're obviously still doing still doing all of that, but you've kind of really moved your brand now into encouraging women to embrace themselves outside of the label of a mother. So to still be, to have an identity, to have being a mother, be part of who you are, part of what you do, but not your sole identity. So talk us through how you got to that space. Well, I guess, like you said, like, it's so true. Like you had to, like every time I tried to like push to the next level, I did have to come through all of these different blocks and all of these different things that came up. And something that kept coming up for me was, I guess me trying to be really, uh, something, someone that people would vibe with and that people would, and I used to say this thing to Dean and gosh, I cringe about it now, but I'm like, you have to present as someone that people aspire to be like. Like this is literally how I would like talk about social media. Oh, right? I'm, I'm like, I know. I'm like starting to cringe. Yeah, I know it's gross, right? Okay, but like, don't worry. I've said plenty of things that are cringeworthy, so it happens <laughs> for the best of us. But this is part of the journey, right? And and me saying that, I could totally not tell you that. But, yeah, but yeah. Talking about these things is about being vulnerable. And, and as you, I guess if people look into my brand, you will see that there's this concept of being really real. Um, mm. And so I want as women for us to stop trying to be this thing that people are aspiring to be, particularly through our little squares of social media and being real about how it goes, you know? So I will post things now that are like, this is the reality of it, you know? So I'm a mother, right? But I have my own business and my own identity um, and I want to pursue things for me and I don't want to feel guilty about it. But when I do that, I will have to sit and, you know, do my morning routine. Like for example, this morning I shared on social media, I'm doing my morning routine. I'm journaling, I'm pulling cards. You know, I'm looking at my diary. I'm doing those kinds of things. And I am covered in toys. And I have three children, three children eating oranges around me. Um, and it's not that I then go, oh, this is motherhood. This is motherhood and having your own identity at the same time. This is mm -hmm. what it looks like. It's not putting the kids in a box over here and your identity over here. It's going to have this, you need to embrace all of that messiness at the same time, which was really difficult for me to do. And I guess so for me now, it's a lot about like sharing what's real. I was so sick of seeing perfect things on social media and perfectly styled bedrooms mm. and perfectly styled photos of mothers with their kids. Like I, there's, there's a place for that and it's great. And I still share some of that, but you will definitely see me sharing, you know, like my body and how it looks postpartum three children. Mm. I'm not like, straight up and down and no wrinkles and no saggy skin and all of those sorts of things standing on a bikini with a long board and like you know like mm. I love that but it's that it's not me and so when I would I would guess I'd fall down that comparison spiral and I was like that's what's missing is Absolutely. women going 
no, not all women look like this. Some women look like this. And you know what? We're still beautiful too. And we can still pursue things for us too. Totally. So I guess that's where my brand is is expanding into at this point. Totally. I love that. And I think your message is so important. And I could hear it when you said, I'm so, I was so sick of seeing everything so perfect. You guys, I've officially birthed my fifth baby. And this one I can share with you. Go to www.rosynerney.com and click on the Work With Me tab. Then find The Other Side Collective, my group mastermind coaching for women who are sick of being that ship that is safe in the harbour, who are ready to set sail and find their way across to the other side with a collective of women who are all committed to showing up and living their life on purpose. Go there now. I've actually had this discussion. I can't remember who it was with, but I had it before. I said, you know, when we were growing up, right? I think I'm a bit older than you, but maybe not. 86? Are you? I'm 86. <laughs> oh, insane. Well, so you would know family photos were, they were the professional photos. You had family photos and everything else was just in a normal camera right? That you didn't, or it wasn't in a phone. It didn't have all these fancy lenses. It was just a normal camera. And my mum was into photography. And so she would take really nice photos of us. But then every like three years, we'd have professional family photos done, right? So they were the only Instagram were like in today's society, they were the only Instagram worthy photos that we had done. We had them done once every three or four years. And outside of that, it was your standard like six by four prints that you didn't get to like look at or edit and take like that were printed on the negatives. That's all we had. And when you when you went to your friend's house, if you wanted to share the photos with them, you would take your little pack of photos <laughs> and you would sit on the table and you would share it with them. We were all comparing the same thing. It was the same photos from the same cameras without the editing, without all of that kind of stuff. There was none of this, well, let's use Lightroom to edit this and let's put this filter here and let's do this. And let's do-. There, was, there was like none of that. I love Lightroom, not, a, not like having a shot at Lightroom. But the point is you were comparing apples with apples. Not that there wasn't none of it, but it was a lot harder to go down that I'm not enough because everyone else is perfect and everyone else is, this is happening in their life and this is happening in their life. Like, whereas now it's everywhere. It's like a picture can't go, can't go online unless it's perfect and styled and edited and all that kind of stuff. Or if it does, you're really brave. It's like, <laughs> no, actually, I'm not brave. This is my life. And this is what life looks like. And this is called just sharing life. It's not called brave. Brave is like when you go to war. <laughs> You know, it's just like, ah. anyway, but you get what I'm saying, right? Oh, I totally, I totally get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. And you're right in that, you know, our mothers didn't have, I mean, they had their own challenges, right? They, they, you know, they weren't allowed to step out of the box of motherhood. So mm-hmm. I guess they, yeah, you know, definitely. they had their own challenges. Um, we now have the challenge of stepping out of that box of motherhood and having something of our own while also looking Instagram worthy and all of those. Sorts of oh, things. So I know. Right. It's ridiculous. The, pre- the pressures, the pressures on, on mothers now is, is quite extensive, you know? And I think that this is where women, they give up. 
they give up mm-hmm. on their dreams and things like that because someone else shows them that it, that it looks perfect. And so they think, well, I can't do that because my kids are screaming while I'm trying to like, you know, write in my journal and things like that. Like I, I look at, you know, I, I do follow other mothers on Instagram and I do still see a lot of women in business and living their truth. But also at the same time, they still make it look like the kids are there, but it's not difficult. If that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, totally. Make it look like, you know, when I see perfectly styled images of like a mother and daughter doing yoga together and the daughter's like two or three, I think, surely, oh, what's no. wrong with my child? Like, why, <laughs> why can't I do that? But then I, I guess I really know the, rea- the reality of it is that's actually not what's happening there. That's, that's a one shot in the hundreds of photos mm. that she probably took to try and get that shot. The problem mm. is the average mum who is still trying to break through some of her blocks doesn't know that. Mm. Totally. She doesn't know that. And totally. So, so she looks at that and feels, I can't do it. Yeah, totally. So I want to show women that you can do it. And, and it won't look perfect, but that this is my reality of me showing you how I do it and that it's messy and it's real and, and these sorts of things. So in summary, where, where I feel like I'm trying to shed light on things in the world as such. Yeah, I think it's a really important message and I love it. I love your posts. I love what you, what you do and what you're standing for and the message that you're, that you're giving to women. It's so important in today's society. So if you're not checking society's boxes, what does life look like? Well, I'm glad you asked. Come find me on Instagram at Rosie Nerney. And if you're loving the podcast content, please share this podcast and tag me in your stories so I can come and say hi. For mums that are listening to this that will no doubt go and check you out. So your Instagram is at the earthy mama. Yep. At the earthy mama. At the earthy mama. Yeah. Definitely go and check Shay out. And you'll see as soon as you see her feed, like it's there, it's raw, it's real, it's honest, like you know that you're in a, as soon as you come across her feed, you're in this space of non-judgment. It's a really, really nice place online to hang out or to be part of. If you could give someone, another mum or another woman, any advice when they're sitting in that, I just don't know. I don't know how to just be me. I don't know how to let go of the, it sounds like something you went through was a lot of worrying worrying what other people think and wanting to keep other people happy, right? At the expense of yourself. So what would you say to other mums that are struggling with the same thing but have that like yearning to just let that go and step more into who they are? If I had to summarise it, it would be start to go on a journey of really loving who you are. Because I think my biggest thing that was causing the comparison was I thought that no one would love who I was and what I, like, who I deeply am, if that makes sense. Mm. And so I, I guess you need to start to go on a journey of really loving who you are. And I think to do that, you actually have to work out who you are. Yeah. So maybe writing down things like what do you value in life? And where does that show up? Because often I think what women do is they would write out what they value and they would not see that represented in their life because one, they're too afraid because of what their friends might think. Maybe they don't want to cause any friction with their partner. 
maybe they've got, you know, family or, um, you know, in-laws or something like that that put pressure on them to not be, to not feel safe in who they are. Mm. And I guess you need, I guess going on a journey of starting to really love who you are would be my, would be my thing. And, and if you don't know where to start with that, maybe just start your own business. And then you have, yeah. to, love <laughs> then you have to figure well. it out. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. So the best place to find you, you hang out most on Instagram. Yeah. At the earthy mama. Yeah. I hang out mostly on Instagram at the earthy mama. Um, you'll see my little squares pop up. I'm really pretty active on my stories on Instagram. And then um, you'll see the same sort of stuff on my, Facebook but then I also have a a free community on Facebook called the Be Real Girls community it says Be Real Girls with Shay Payne it's totally free it's only open to women Um, we talk about things like uh, contraception and periods and body image and motherhood and all the things that I guess you would normally chat about with your girlfriends but I never had girlfriends that talked about that so I was like Stop this. I'm going to create a space where we talk about it. So, yeah, so you cool. can come and join that. Yeah. So I'd love for so many women to come in there and really come together and encourage yeah. each other. We need it. We work better in communities. Totally. For sure. Well, thank you so much for being here, for being on the podcast, for sharing your wisdom. I loved listening to you. So I'm sure that everyone else listening to this has. And um, if you want to find Shay at The Earthy Mama on Instagram, or you can find her group on Facebook what was the group again? Be Real Girls. Be Real Girls with Shay Payne. So thanks for being here. I will catch you on the next episode where we're figuring out what the beep we are doing here. So guys, shameless plug here because I would love, love, love you to help me help others figure out what the beep they are doing here. Please rate this podcast with five stars wherever you're listening. Thank you so much in advance. I am so grateful for your support.